I'm not there. Hey everybody, welcome to our Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. You ever heard of a guy named Mike Friedolfs? I'd heard of him. Well, he's in here today. He's going to be running for City Council Ward 5 here in Grand Forks. Got an interesting story, guy coming from the West Coast. We'll talk more with him in a little bit. Our show today, by the way, brought to you by Over Heaven's Cakes right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. And man, that is where for Over Heaven's Cakes comes in. Uh, you know what? Maybe you need cupcakes or cakes for a special occasion or just a treat. You're going to get the best ones in town, hands down. Find out find out more, walk in. Uh, but I'm warning you, you're not going to want to leave just to keep smelling it. All right? North backside of the Grand Cities Mall open Tuesdays through Friday from 10 to 4. Uh, Saturdays, 9 a.m. to noon. Feel free to call them, 701-757-CAKE, or email them, overheavenscakes at yahoo.com. Chance for you to be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Over Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Well, if you have any questions or comments for Mike Friedolves or myself, feel free to call or text our number, 701-213-0863-701-213-0863. Well, before we get going, it is time for our daily segment. We do it every day, every show. And Mike, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, I actually got two of them because the first one Dale's probably not going to like. Um, stop dreaming about pizza delivery by drone, okay? Just stop <laughs> dreaming about pizza delivery by drone. It's just a pie-in-the-sky idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, how about this one? People used to accuse me of being a pervert whenever I was flying my drone at the beach. Um, I always wear clothes now. Okay. <laughs> I don't hey, like sage wisdom. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, Mike Friedolfs, how are you, man? Ah, that was great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I, I know my jokes suck, but... Um, you know, I take offense to the drone stuff, though. Well, I try to, you know, I try to <laughs> make it, you know, with the show, and uh, I know what you do, so... Uh, yeah, maybe I should have done drones. But um, <laughs> anyway, 36-year uh, anniversary, two of my plane crash that I was in. A lot of you people didn't know I was in that plane crash, but um, there we go. Yeah, 36 years ago. Uh, we call it our crash-aversary. 
Uh, first off, uh, let's get back to you, Mike. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're not from around here, but let's go through the, the history of Mike Friedolf. All right. Well, yeah, I'll start um, so, uh, with my career. So I've, uh, I've been with Northrop Grumman now for 20 years. Wow. Uh, and so got a great opportunity uh, back in 2019. They mm-hmm. said, hey, uh, we, we'd like you to be site director out at uh, Grand Sky. Uh, told the wife, guess what? We're moving to North Dakota. And uh, <laughs> so that kind of goes over real well, right? You got to uh, pull up the uh, map and Google where uh, where the heck is Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 minutes from Canada. And you start, you start looking up, uh, you know, some blizzards and some oh, yeah, uh, floods. And mm-hmm. so uh, thank goodness my wife is very, very supportive. Yeah. And uh, we made the move. We we sold our house out in San Diego and then and, and made the move to, to Grand Forks. You know, and, and people are going, okay, wait, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you San Diego, it's like, man, you must not be very smart. But um, <laughs> now when you think about it, because uh, we were talking about this earlier too, Mike. I-, I used to live out on the West Coast. I was a California guy for a while. Um, I- you can't pull the Minnesota or North Dakota out of us. I- it- you can't do it. And, I mean, you're raising kids now, wife, family, a great place mm-hmm. to do all that. Tell us a little bit about your family. How, how many kids, too? I got two boys, uh, Ryan and Hunter, and they're uh, 22 and 24. Oh, wow. Okay. The, the youngest just uh, graduated from Boise State. We oh, wow. just got done with his uh, graduation back in a... Blue football field. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He was a long snapper there for a little while. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, pretty cool. Wow, that is. And then uh, my oldest boy, gosh, I forget how many years ago he's graduated. He went to TCU. Okay. Uh, okay. Texas Christian yep. and uh, graduated, and now he's living out in New York. But the best thing is my uh, my younger boy uh, got a job with us out of my company. Oh, really? And so he just uh, he's moved to Grand Forks as well. Okay, how so, long has he been here? Um, he came and visited a couple summers, but this is he's uh, he's learned about winter right this week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and has he called you any bad names because of winter? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not, you know, I, I think he runs warm like me. So okay. he's a. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, now, how did you ever get involved in this industry? I mean, uh, when I'm looking at your history, uh, you studied at University of San Diego, Caltech, University of Michigan, Dearborn, UCLA. Um, what were your majors, and how did you ever get involved with Northrop Grumman? So I was, saying, I was, I was always a computer geek growing okay. up, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I had the opportunity. I started off in an IT world, um, got the opportunity to build a some ground segments that, that fly the, the aircraft. Um, and it was like the best of both worlds. I mm-hmm. could combine my IT skills with doing something that was really uh, protecting the warfighter and doing a bunch of cool stuff for the world. And so um, 20 years went by, and next thing I know, I'm, I'm living in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. Now, you used to do stuff with helicopters and stuff. Are you doing side work or uh, subcontracting yeah, I, I, for I, Bell? That, or? That, was with my, that was with Northrop. That okay. Was, I, okay. Was, uh, I was a, su- a supplier manager for Bell Helicopter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, people hear all the time about, you know, um, <laughs> Northrop Grumman, and they drive by there, mm-hmm. and it's very impressive. You know, a lot of people think, oh, airbase, they're expanding. What's going on? What do you guys do there for all the people that say, well, yeah, Northrop Grumman's here. What do they do? I don't know. <laughs> what what goes on out there? So, yeah, so I got to keep it a little on low profile, but, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of uh, unmanned aerial systems type stuff. Um, we have some special customers that are uh, – they're letting us do some remissioning of some aircraft that the mm-hmm. Air Force used to use. So it's a pretty neat opportunity. We do a lot of, uh, it, it, you know, defense is mainly our, our, our mm-hmm. and the Air Force is mainly our customer. So we do some really, really neat stuff. Um, a lot of folks in town have been out there. We bring pretty big groups out there. Yep. To, yep. To, so um, that's probably as much as I probably should go into. So you've got, you guys do some secret stuff, top 
kind of secret, classified, maybe a better way to put it, because... I've been on like media tours of the base Mm -hmm. and I've got to go to some of these places and I've got to see some of these humongous drones that they have. Um, And they, and it's like, wow, you mean you'll let me take a picture? They're like, yeah, but no tail numbers. Yeah. So no tail numbers. And and he told me why, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, somebody could be watching this or if you put it on social media, they could see those tail numbers and go, okay, we don't have to worry about that one. That's sitting up in Grand Forks, but Mm -hmm. um, kind of similar type stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And and Grand Sky was created with a, you know, creating really good UAS jobs and creating uh, well-paying jobs mm-hmm. uh, for the community. And so that's what we do. You know, we, we partner with the university, the Air Force Base, and a lot of other local entities and just create a real good uh, environment where people can come do really, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I can imagine the economic impact of the, the region here, uh, having having a company like you with uh, Northrop Grumman here. But um, um, I know you guys are... are like almost every other business around here, probably still searching uh, for a workforce. But uh, what could somebody expect? I know there's so many different things oh, yeah. you could be doing there. But if somebody wants to come, because it, everything looks top-notch out there. Oh, yeah. But um, if somebody was to come to work for you, what would they expect? Um, it's kind of a used, overused term, but a good culture. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have folks, it's huge. We have folks that show up to work every day. They don't work hybrid. They don't work remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they come in every day with a smile on their face because they're doing important work. Um, we've got some great folks from UND, NDSU, uh, local community. We do a lot with uh, Northland, a lot of our maintainers. Oh, sure. Northland. Yep. So we've, just, we've got this great group of, of folks that just love coming to work on a daily basis. And, and it's, you know, immediately when I leave here, I'm going out to work because I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, uh, Mike, I, I, I didn't know, well, I didn't know anything about you, really. Um, and, and then, um, you know, I start reaching out and, and talking to some of my friends, uh, of course, uh, Mayor Bochensky, one of them, but Tommy Kenville, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about him earlier, and, and it's like, he even said to me, everybody knows him. It's like, well, you know, I graduated, although I knew him first, but... Um, I remember when 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 the drone thing was just first starting to come out. Uh, TK Tommy was one of the top guys, you know, on the forefront of it. And um, uh, but it's like you guys aren't competition, or or because it sounds like you both talk very highly of each other. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tommy is probably one of a uh, one of uh, my good friends out here, mm-hmm. and he was uh, one of the people that welcomed me with open arms. My whole family when we got mm-hmm. into town. Um, but yeah, he does a lot of uh, the smaller drone infrastructure yeah. type work where we do pretty much high altitude, long sure. endurance type stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, TK is still plugging away. Uh, I tell you what, we've got Mike Friedolfs here. He is the site director for Northrop Grumman. Uh, you'll see it out west of town by the Air Force Base. Um, but one thing we haven't really mentioned yet, and we saw it in the headlines, uh, he's going to be running for Grand Fork City Council Ward 5. Uh, Kyle Kvami, uh currently is um, the member there on the City Council for Ward 5. And we're going to get into that that in just a couple of minutes but right now let's hear from one of our sponsors albatross indoor golf winter in the northland means no golf right wrong looking to get in a round of golf in a climate controlled winter oasis want to just whack some balls at the virtual driving range and work on your swing check out albatross indoor golf club in grand forks with more than 90 courses range venues and games including pebble beach st andrews tpc sawgrass and more all on an incredibly accurate optical based simulators from driving to putting play straight up team up for a scramble play tournaments or join the two-person scramble league it's fun for everyone and all ages are welcome too 
Call or text 701-757-3220 to set up a tee time. Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club in the Columbia Mall, your home for the best indoor golf experience around. Mike Friedolf's on the show today. He is the site director for Northrop Grumman, also running for Grand Fork City Council, uh, Ward 5. Now, one of the things that, uh, that, that struck me right off the beginning of our conversation here, Mike, was um, when you moved out here from, from the San Diego, California area, and a lot of people were thinking, you know, you're going to be one of those one and done or maybe a year or two. And, <laughs> um, but um, now you've been here, would you say, five years five about? Five years, yep. Um, when you throw your hat in the ring to run for city council, that should tell you something. Uh, you're not definitely five and done uh it sounds to me like uh like mike friedoffs wants to hang around here for a while absolutely absolutely and you are ward five you're out on the south end Mm -hmm. um what may i ask made you decide to run for city council so just like moving to grand forks right some people look at me like i've got three heads when i uh, I made this decision (laughs) you know what it's it's some of the leaders like brandon and and some of the other folks in town that i really i i I admire their leadership Mm -hmm. um but I think there's so much more this community can offer to, to people that are here and people that want to come and stay here. I think there's so much more. Um, and, you know, if you're going to sit back on the sidelines and, and make comments, get in the game and start playing. There so, you go. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, what's really funny is because uh, we were all there once. Uh, when I was growing up, I couldn't wait to get out of northwest Minnesota. Um, and, and so I did. I fulfilled a dream of mine, and I moved out to California. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't what I thought it was. Well, it was, but it, I wasn't truly happy there. Um, <clears throat> there. There is just so many people now from that area moving here. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out why people, and it still has the mentality of the younger people, high school, college age, they can't wait to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, from, a, you know, from experience, people go ahead, leave, but the odds are you're probably going to come back. We've done it. We've oh, yeah. been around. People still want to leave, but this is a great place, especially <laughs> when you're raising kids. But one thing we did talk about, when it comes to kids, there's not a whole lot to do there's things in the process in the future, but what do we need here to keep people in Grand Forks? Well, you've got all different ages, right? You got the, the you know the twenty somethings. You've got downtown. You've got a lot of places to you know go bar hopping and that sure. kind of stuff. But for for families, definitely on the south end in the Ward Five area, you know, we've got the you know, children's museums out there. But there's just not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um, even food restaurants, yeah. that kind of stuff. There's a lot of vacant uh, properties out there. That, you know. Uh, probably the mall comes up a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just there's a lot of possibilities here, and we need some folks that are going to take that ball and get it over into the into the end zone. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you golf or play softball, yeah. you know, there's not a whole lot, or or use the coolie and and maybe do a little <laughs> fishing or ice skating or something out where you live. But um, um, you know, our our mayor before, and we've talked about this numerous times, cared seemed like mostly about downtown. Uh, Mayor Bochensky has changed that. He's about the entire city, and, and we are thankful for that being here at about mid-city. But um, it's going to keep growing south. Mm-hmm. We're not going to grow to the north. And if people are going to keep with these same complaints, um, you're right. Something's got to be done about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, right now with the, with the world of social media, it, it's the worst. Because like you said, there's all kinds of people barking and, and saying we need to do this and we need to do that. Okay, get away from your keyboard. Do it. Exactly. And that's what you decided to do. Yep. What'd your wife think about it? Oh, 100% supportive. She's she is, aw- huh? She's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and she'll, she'll be by my side up there. She's, a, I'll say, the best first lady you could possibly have. So. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I know uh, some of the things 
that need we need. Um, I'm going to ask you about them. Um, like off the top of your head, what are some of the main issues facing Grand Forks right now? I mean, I know we got the the underpass at 42nd. We got the you know the off ramp on 47th or whatever. Oh yeah. So you know, the second I announced I was running, I started getting uh, some uh, hits on the bridges and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to say that I, you know, I, 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 you know, the Merrifield one, good to go, right? Yep. But I think um, when you got traffic coming in through your, in and out of your neighborhoods, you know, we need to look at that, right? But it's a controversial subject, right? But we need to hear everybody, right? We need to listen. Sure. Um, there's a lot of people that just don't want to listen and just give the Heisman for, you know, mm. and, and not and not listen. So I think there's a lot going on, um, you know, whether it's the, you know, Alaris, the, you know, them expanding as well. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, like big things that are happening but some of those things aren't happening until you know a few years down yep, the road right we, there's some there's some short-term things where i think we really need to go do whether it's putting places back in the mall just stuff for mm-hmm. for you know i talk a lot about quality of life and i feel that here i feel that i sure. have a great quality of yep. life now um, but i really truly believe that you know to get people to move here get people to stay here get people to raise their families here and possibly grandkids and, and you know mm-hmm. and future generations if you don't have those things in the here in the town um, where they're like, I, I want to stay, they're going to leave. Yeah. I mean, w- inevitably. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's just so much potential here. Um, you know, we, we want to grow our town, but we got to grow it cautiously, I sure. think, as well, sure. right? You don't want to be one of these big towns where you, you know, you invite lots more crime and all this other yeah, stuff that yeah. comes with it. And so there's other things that go into, you know, protecting our families, making sure that the the safety of our, our citizens is, is taken into account, but you got to have all these things come into play. They're not, um, they don't run just, you know, in, in parallel, they're, they're, they're synonymous with each other. And I think you can do all these things at once. It doesn't have to be a one and done kind of thing, but we need to show that we're moving the community forward. Mm-hmm. Sure. And exactly. The reason I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. You know, when they talk about the, a new bridge, uh, obviously we need one. Now, for where I live, if I'm going to go to over to your neck of the woods, uh, depending on what day it is and what time of the day it is, it could be a half-hour drive easy for mm-hmm. me. Um, where they're proposing putting the bridge, I know it would be pretty close to your neighborhood. Yeah. In my opinion, the best place we could put one. Um, I know the people on the other side of the river, but... Um, very smart uh they want one down on like 30 second or something well it's not going to happen uh for one thing it, it wouldn't be a high bridge for another thing you wouldn't be able to have trucks on it and mm-hmm. and i don't know if you've been through any of our floods yet up here mike but um oh, yeah. it, it's i don't know it, it would be closer to your place but uh, do you have any issues with that because when they, when they say well it's not the best for east grand forks well i live right outside of east grand forks and it'd be fine for me yeah. so <laughs> I, but but you know if it's not going to be in one neighborhood it's got to go to a different one so now coming from you is where about this bridge would go and and your thoughts on that well you know so i'm going to say that i don't know all the ins and outs of mm-hmm. it right i mean i just announced my candidacy and so sure, you know sure. bridges were probably i don't want to say the last thing on my mind but you look down in the south end and there is tons of houses being built. There's a whole new oh, yeah. community being built on mm-hmm. 62nd, uh, the Creary establishment over there. And you're going to, the more people you get on a two lane road, you got to figure something out. Yeah. And, and whether that's, you know, a bridge, an overpass, whatever it might be, the infrastructure is definitely not going to be able to keep up with the amount of people in there. And that's another quality of life. Sure. Item, right? Sure. You, you know, you get out of your driveway and now you're stuck, you know, yeah. like LA traffic. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that ain't good. No, <laughs> no, it's not good. Now, um, some of the other issues in Grand Forks, uh, just recently coming up uh, to my mind, um, digital billboards, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, 
have we had enough of those? Because they're going to start creeping your way too, you know, before you know it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a little bit funny on the advertising thing because there's some, some easy things to go do. Even, you know, with my other, my other life and mm-hmm. my career, um, you know, billboards are not necessarily a bad thing. You can overdo them. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and it all, they can be done in a, in a, I'll call it a classy way. Sure. Right? But, um, there's got to be a limit, right? Yeah. You can't just throw them up and down. Well, these, these digital ones kind of worry me because they're always switching. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you'll catch yourself, what was that now? What mm-hmm. was that? And because it's changed. Right. Um, and which t- means you're taking your eyes off the road. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, and, and other things, um, the airport, a lot of talk about the airport. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What do we need to do with our Grand Forks Airport? So I'm on the commission board with, uh, with Brandon. Okay. And, uh, that is one of the a huge quality of life thing that I'm really focusing on too. We we need more flights, right? So I just got back from vacation and and leaving at five a.m. on these flights. So you're you know getting up yep. at three thirty and then you're hoping and praying that you get in by flying in at midnight. midnight. Yep. Exactly, yep. Um, it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I'm getting too old for these, these flights. <laughs> but you know, it's a you got to have more options. We're losing sure. people to Fargo. We're yeah. you know we're they're you know we're we're not growing in that area mm-hmm. at all. And one of those things we need to do is. You know, we talk about is it getting more flights in here? Absolutely. Yeah. More carriers. Uh, you know, is, it, there, is there an advantage to getting a low cost carrier? Not sure, but we've had many multiple meetings about this and uh, we're, we're starting to move the needle, um, but we need to do a little bit more. Um, you know, I got a great uh, example of that. Uh, Mike, uh, the 22nd, it was a Friday before Christmas. My sister was flying from Alabama uh, through Pensacola into Atlanta, into the Minneapolis-St. Paul, and then flying up here at the 11.50 p.m. Mm -hmm. plane. Um, The fog was horrible. I was telling her at every stop, she was calling me, and I'm saying, you're not going to get here. No, we're still on. And it's like, well, they're canceling everything else. Long story short, she lands in Minneapolis. Nope, we're still good to go. And I'm like, okay. Five minutes later, she's called, no, we're not. This is Friday. Mm-hmm. They can get me to Grand Forks by Tuesday. If I'm lucky, I could get to Fargo by Sunday. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I got in my truck, and I drove down there in that fog yep. and picked her up and brought her up. But we do. Um, and, you know, we don't want to lose anymore. You know, we've lost. Uh, I mean, if I can remember some of these now, uh, Amazon, FedEx. Um, we could have had some Marvin Window stuff here. We could have had some DigiKey stuff here. Mm-hmm. When Brandon Bochanski took over, He's inviting business to come here. Okay, the whole Fufong thing didn't quite work out, but um, is that an issue? Are, are we driving businesses away? I mean, let's face it, our taxes and stuff here. Um, you know, FedEx, When it, the reason I brought that up was because of the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, they got this huge building out there, and, and they're not flying in here anymore with their no. big jets. But um, are, are, what do we need to do to keep businesses or to get new businesses in town? Yeah, one of those things that we did in the airport, the, the commission board, was, you know, we looked, you look at the university, you look at the base, you look at all these people that are, are really ramping up employees and ramping up flights, and whether it's for business or, or just personal time, um, it's increased. And we've never really taken a, a solid uh, analysis look at all these things um, since like I think it was like 2018 or something, mm-hmm. it's been quite some time, and we really need to take a solid look at the the growth we've had since then. Because was it American or United? There used to be another airline here, and um, they, they bailed out because they didn't yeah. have the, the 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 people. And so I think it's one of those things. We're way too we're getting way too big. We want to grow, but so it's hand in hand, right? You want to say, hey, I'm going to continue to grow, but. All these things that go along with that don't exist, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, the quality of life things like 
airport. Yeah. You know, in all these flights. So I think it's, it's really important that we continue to press this, this forward. And, and Brandon's uh, taking a good stance on this. And I think we're, you're going to see some, some movement on this. You know, it's funny. Um, our airport here on some days is one of the top three busiest airports in the country. Absolutely, yeah. And, and then when people come out here, you tell them that this is one of the busiest airports in the country. And they're thinking about, oh, boy, here we come. It's going to be like Atlanta or it's <laughs> going to be like Denver. And then you go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, well, we have UND. Uh, that's why. And, and you would think just because of that, there'd be more flights coming exactly. in and out. That's just my opinion. But some of the things you, you are saying, uh, Mike, and, and this is one thing we've always said here at Grand Forks Best Source. Grand Forks used to be a destination city. Um, our friends from up north would come down here on the weekend by hundreds of them. Now it seems like they drive right by because we are no longer the destination city we were. They keep going to Fargo. Uh, my son and, and his family live in Fargo. Um, they love it down there. But um, you also had mentioned earlier in the interview, uh, with population brings crime and things like that. And we're starting to see that down there now. Um, but we need to be a destination city again. And, and some of the things we're talking about here, yeah, okay, it's fine. It's a great destination city if you want to go stumble around downtown all night going bar hopping, but right. um, raise a family here. Mm-hmm. I mean, hockey, not everybody plays hockey. Not everybody does these things. There's, there's got to be things like when we talk about the Children's Museum. Uh, there are a lot of kids that use this and not their physical abilities as much, mm-hmm. but um, just a whole bunch of different things. And, and granted, um, it's easy to say we need them. It's not so easy to do them. There's money and all that kind of stuff, but we need somebody to start the charge. Yep, exactly. Is this, do you think, um, is this a, a start of a political career for you, Mike? We'll see. You know, uh, there's a guiding light somewhere in there that makes me feel like I'm going in this, this right direction. Um, and you don't just do it on a, on a gut feel, right? I think there's something that's guiding me to go do this and do bigger things. Um, and I think I'm there. And so I think... We'll see. You never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mirabel Chansky says Mike is a budget hawk. He'd be great at keeping the city efficient. Um, there's been a lot of hearsay about that in the in the past. Um, there are things that I think the city has spent money on that is ridiculously dumb mm-hmm. that we spent. I mean, uh, and I'm not knocking the people that came up with this stuff or or designed it or made all the money selling it, but like some of these streetlights downtown and, and things like that, just a, a complete waste of money i could see if you know if there's grant money or something like that but um we gotta we gotta be a little smarter with the money we do have absolutely you know we got to be fiscally responsible if we don't do that all these other things we talk about will never happen so Mm -hmm. without the fiscal responsibility and people taking accountability and making some smart decisions well it's all all for nothing sure Mm -hmm. you know um the the one knock on um kyle kvami um, if I'm even saying his name right, uh, the one one of the knocks on him is uh, his attendance at city council meetings. Um, I get it with your career or whatever. You're you know maybe you're not here that often. Um, I still think even if you were on, uh, you know, th- during a Zoom or something like that, it, it's still not the same. Uh, especially with with some of the uh, city council meetings that we've had in the past couple of years. Where uh, and one of the jokes we've had here is the city council meetings on TV tonight. Grab a case of beer and a box of popcorn because <laughs> let's watch the shit show go down. But oh, um, it, it would be like, and I used this analogy to you uh, earlier. It'd be like me being an, uh, uh, an over the road truck driver and running for city council. Mm-hmm. If you know you're not going to be there that often, why do it? And maybe that wasn't the case when he ran. But um, 
I don't think you're going to be – I think your attendance will probably be pretty good. No, absolutely. It would be like me doing this radio show with you over Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, the eye contact and the, and the face-to-face is, is more powerful than – you know, we've kind of forgot about that, sure, right? Sure, sure. You know, Post-COVID, we've forgotten how important mm-hmm. human interaction and, and getting things done by dealing with humans is. And so I think that's a lot of uh, – I'll, I'll be there. I will be there – Pressing any large events, so that sure. I, I mean, things that, yeah. come up, right? You know, Absolutely. you're not you're not going to have a perfect 100 percent attendance record your entire career in there. But um, um, I want to bring up the school referendum. I grew up, in, and I'm sure you did too. Uh, neighborhood schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it a very important thing still to this day. Um, in fact, that's one of the things that people look for when they move into a new town. Is it near a school? Is it what's the neighborhood like? Well, now they're closing down all these small schools. Granted, they need a buttload of work done to them um, and shipping everybody out to one side of town. Your thoughts on that? Uh, would you rather see the, the neighborhood schools or do we need to go to one big one or two big ones? You know, I don't know if I... I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know. <laughs> well, you did. No. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, but, you know, I think it's, impo- it's important to have schools in our communities, mm-hmm. right? And whether it's the smaller schools. And, and so we suffered from this. That was California. It was like, you know, they just had these schools that were massive. And, yeah. and the, the quality of the education went down. It sure does. You know, mm-hmm. you get one teacher for, you know, 100 students. Yeah. It's just, it's not the same as no. having a smaller classroom. So um, I think having some of these local schools in, in the communities, it, it makes the community a community. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, you know, whether you're doing something for a little class, it, it makes a big difference. So I think... Um, I would like to see some money put into the education system, yep. and, you know, and making sure that the students are, are coming out smart, smarter. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. Uh, I mean, they're our future, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and at least one thing. Um, and, and one of the reasons I said that, too, is me growing up <clears throat> in my small town of Thief River Falls. We had numerous grade schools, uh, elementary schools, and each one of them, you know, had their playground, had their hockey mm-hmm. rink and all that stuff. Well, if you're going to be closing down these neighborhood schools, at least leave the playground, leave a baseball yeah. field, leave mm-hmm. a football field, leave a hockey rink out there, because if there's nothing for kids to do now, um, imagine you Let's know get in trouble it, exactly exactly <laughs> i don't want my kid sitting at home all day mm-hmm. on his phone or on an ipad or gaming uh there's just too many too many fun things that are out there well hopefully coming soon but um <laughs> um yeah it, it it um gosh i don't know i'm, I'm I'll put it to you this way i'm glad that my kids are grown um Absolutely. and and It'd be tough. I know my son and his wife, uh, you know, they've got a three and a two-year-old or a four and a two-year-old, so they're facing all this kind of stuff, too. But um, we got to have people that will stand up for the people. And um, I think you're kind of in the same situation that that we all are in. Uh, It's just time to put your foot down. And you're actually one of the guys that's going to try to do something about it. Absolutely. Now, the wife doesn't have a problem, and she if you want to go run for governor or mayor or anything else, you might keep going. We'll oh, see. She'd be there for me. She would. Okay, okay. Uh, Bo, you better watch out, buddy. No. <laughs> um, is there anything we missed out? Um, I know there's probably something maybe you want to say to the folks in Ward 5. Um, I need some signatures, so I'm going to be yep. – uh, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> – Weather getting like next week, I think it's going to be in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So I'll be going door to door. You know, okay. I'm not sending people to represent me and go visit sure. people. Um, there is about 8,000 people in Ward Five, so I don't wow. get to you know, you know, meet and greet everybody. Yep. But uh, you know, I'm going to be out and about uh, whether it's uh, the Pork and Brew Festival this weekend. You know, mm-hmm. doing a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Sure. So I'll, be, I'll be out and about and then walking walking the town as soon as I can uh, get through the ice. So yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think it's important and to to meet people. 
um, you know, in my industry now, they, that industry knows me and, mm-hmm. and the people outside that industry, whether, you know, even if, the, if they're close friends, they know me, but the majority probably don't, don't know me or they've heard my name, but don't know me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's important. Um, if you're going to go elect somebody, know what you're elected, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we see that in the rest of the government. Oh yeah, right? we do. We do. Um, you know, you're one of those guys, Mike, I don't think you want to be elected just to say you're a city council member because right. let's face it. There's a lot of people that do that, you know, yeah. well, I'm a city council member or, or whatever mm-hmm. form of government they're running for. But um, the reason for doing it is to get stuff done. And and that's what you got to do. I mean, wow. Um, wow. So you are uh, you got a busy couple of months coming up. Yeah, it's going to be wild. So, yes, yeah, so I think I need 200 minimum. But, you know, we're going for like 300 signatures. Mm-hmm. We've, we've already started uh, casing uh, places and getting signatures out and about. So. Um, I've got till April 8th, I think. Okay, do these signatures have to be out of Ward 5? No, it's all Ward 5. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, it's local community, that, you know, so that's why I want to meet and greet people so, mm-hmm. they, so they know who they're, they're electing. Mm-hmm. So if you were to have yourself a slogan, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. If you were to have a slogan mm-hmm. saying, why, why vote for me, what would you say? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm prettier it, than the other guy. No, I don't no, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, quality, not quantity. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. let me, I'll get back to you on sure. that one. No, I go, like I said, I kind of put you on the spot there. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, – I, I, Kyle's going to run again. He's going to have a run for his money, and, and we haven't heard yet. But the election is November, mm-hmm. okay, just like everybody else's election. Um, and you will be out on the streets. Um, again, I'm guessing we'll have you on here coming closer to election time. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you ever need anything, uh, feel free to reach out to us. I'll, I'll drop you off the info. But um, any last de- – Parting words for you. No, I, I look forward to meeting everybody. I think it's a, it's important. You you know, make a, a, a educated decision when making these choices on who you're voting for. Um, and I will represent Ward Five in a in a great way that you've never seen. Um, and I promise you, we'll make some good good forward progress in the next four years. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wish I would have? Boy, let's see. I'm just worried we're not getting everything out that you want to get out. No, I think you covered it. You know, I think it's, uh, it, I don't want to say I'm a simple man, right? But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I love spending time with my family, I'm, uh, you know, and traveling. We, you know, we love traveling with the family. And, and so, you know, there's, there's, I don't want to say I'm not very deep, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, if people want to ask me questions about myself, I'm, I'm more than willing to, to sit down and have a cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. and talk about me. Are you uh, an outdoorsman at all? Because um, I know when I lived out there, uh, I, people found out I bear hunted. And oh, a lot of people didn't like me because of that. They think everything's like, but um, do you get out, hunt, fish, any of that kind of stuff? No, so I did go on a really cool uh, uh, Canadian uh, float plane oh, uh, trip yeah. with, with, with Kenville. Oh, sure. And, yeah, and Brandon. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you saw yeah, pictures yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a blast, right? Yeah, that's. That's my speed. I'm not sure I'm ready for ice fishing yet. People mm-hmm. are definitely like, we're taking you ice fishing. I'm not sure after watching all these people fall through the ice this yeah. year if I'm ready for that. Oh, it's but. been a nasty one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to get, uh, maybe we'll get you, Kenny, and, and Bo together one day, and I'll show you the pictures. We'll go down here. We'll catch some catfish. Um, again, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. Well, thank you. Same to you. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh, be watching for his name. Uh, you're going to be hearing more and more about him. Mike Friedolfs, he'll be running for uh, Grand Fork City Council in Ward 5. Uh, also, if there's any news uh, involving Northrop Grumman, that's probably got something to do with this guy so again be watching for him and we would like to thank cnh insurance for bringing you today's show you know they begin with a goal 
of building an agency with the highest of principles, personalized attention, and service, too. You know, they strive to give everyone who walks through their door special attention and the very best customer service possible. It's their priority. Their agents have got a ton of experience, whether you are, um, you know, a, a, a winter person that goes to Arizona They can still take care of you. Minnesota, Arizona, North Dakota, they're licensed in all three states. Uh, For all of your insurance needs, Justin, Jody, or Tammy, call them, 218-773-0287. You can also drop by their office, 1427 Central Avenue, Northwest and East Grand Forks. You know, here at uh, Grand Forks Best Source, we insure with C&H Insurance. Uh, Maybe that's something you should think about too, all right? Uh, Again, thank you to Mike Friedolfs for coming into the show today. Uh, let's see. Common Sense Uncensored is at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Kit Brennan will be in. This is a show you're definitely going to want to catch, all right? I'll be back tomorrow with Hidden Agenda. Have a great day, everybody. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show. Hey, we love the Grand Cities. It's grand. Grand Fork's best source is giving him an identity again.